Welcome to Yentl and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. we're recording so i'm just gonna record my business you know when like (laughs) you you like dump something out in the garbage in your home and like you know you're kind of cleaning out your fruit fridge right and you dump a bunch of shit in there and then within 24 hours your whole house smells like a dumpster that's my house right now (laughs) i admitted it i admitted it I admitted it. No. That's currently my house. Yeah, especially on the days where we're like cleaning out the fridge. Yeah. It's like, man, shit just goes bad real fast. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand. I don't remember this back in the day, but like, I feel like all the vegetables we get, they got Mm -hmm. a two day shelf life. Literally. Don't use them in the two days, they're out. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was being all cool and like, you know, very cathartic dumping, you know, trashing my, uh, throwing all the stuff out in my fridge. And now 24 hours later, Mm -hmm. it's been sitting and enjoying being warm and lubricated. And now I have a stench (laughs) in that's about 20 feet from me and it smells putrid, but I'm not taking my garbage out tonight. I'll wait till the morning because I live in a city where we have uh, rodents and I'm not dealing with rodents tonight. I don't want a a nice mouse surprise or rat surprise. So I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'm just going to wait till the morning. I got to deal with this funky ass smell. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a random, random ass follow up. Sure. Because this came up. Well, you know what? Actually, before that, hey guys, sorry. Oh, got, hey y'all. Really I'm sorry. I know. I just got, yeah, hey, I am just inhaling really <laughs> smelly stuff right now, and it's on my heart. And I needed to tell you listeners that I'm trifling because I didn't do this earlier. And now I'm like, I'm not going outside. So it has to wait till the morning. And by the time the morning comes, right. the smell is throughout my entire home (laughs) yeah anyway hi guys welcome to this week's episode um of yentl smelly kitchen um (laughs) almost whole house um we've all been there it happens Yes. yes it's just it's just a part it's the the negative part of adulting it just yeah yeah. it comes with, with the freedom of owning property it's like now you got to figure out like oh what's the the garbage schedule when do they mm-hmm. come do i put it out mm-hmm. the night before do i do it mm-hmm. the day up rodents it's all mm-hmm. all of that it's just a headache so yeah. my follow-up question though before we get into how our weekends were sure do do you tip your garbage people? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I just I I almost lost every ounce of oh, my oxygen. Sorry. Uh, sure. Again, I just lost all parts of oxygen. <laughs> Because I'm not going to drag the city I live in because I do. It's charming. I love the city. But our city employees, when it comes to trash and recycling, it's a struggle. And I, 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 
Yeah. Be, be, okay. So I think the problem is, is lack of staff. And this is like an issue all over the country. Right. Everyone has like quit their fucking jobs. So like, as of like yeah. last week, we, they switched the recycling schedule around to every two weeks versus once a week. And now I have recycling out of Wazoo. Mm. Um, so mm. I, I think finally this might be my week. So I haven't had recycling picked up in almost a month. Um, trash is hit or miss. So I just haven't had a great relationship as I've purchased this home with my sanitation Mm -hmm. staff. So the idea of me tipping Mm -hmm. them is like a little hard Mm -hmm. to swallow. Now I, you know, on the, on the inverse, maybe I should tip them Mm -hmm. and I would get better service. That's a thought, right? (laughs) That, that is so, yes. So that is part of the conversation me and the hubby had and I had never heard of that or Me even neither. considered. And I think the context was more, yeah. And I think the context was more about like, in particular, like holiday, like, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Holiday the season, holiday season. Christmas, mm-hmm. whatever. Right, right. And I had never thought like that, never thought of it, never, never considered it. And then I was like thinking about growing up and I'm like, I, I don't even think that was something my parents did. Because I don't even know that we had the same person. Like I think, I think our postman they might have done something. Like yes, yes, maybe like yes. a gift card or something. Yes, yes, but, yes. But that wasn't now, a set person. Right. Yes, that's one person versus like a team. Who God knows who these people are. I, right. I mean, you barely see them. Um, I would right. do definitely do my postwoman lady. She's fantastic. And okay. honestly, she went on vacation okay. and things went haywire. So like we need her and we love her. <laughs> and I'm sad. I was not here okay. this holiday season, the majority of the month. So I miss giving her, but that's probably one person I would. Now, if I could get better service yeah. by tipping my sanitation men, I would do it. But I don't know if that's, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to be the right. effective mm-hmm. route here. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think, I think the hubby would say yes. Like, okay. like he okay. feels like, Hey, no, that is you, you take care of them. Then they'll look out for you. They'll take you care know, of you. They'll put your bins back where they're right. Right. Wow. Would they? they don't... So I don't have to walk two blocks. <laughs> oh, well, oh, Jesus. I, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A quick, oh, a short oh, jaunt. Geez. It's never where it's supposed to be, but it's okay. a nice, you know, not that far, not two blocks. I'm just being dramatic, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Look, that's, that's a rough one, but if yeah. I could get taken care of, look, call me. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Right. right. That, that, that was, that's the, that was a theory. That is, I just had never heard of that. And then we started going down this path, this road of, you know, oh, well, yeah, you should take care of all those folks. Like, you know, the, the garbage people, the, the postman, if you live in a building like concierge, oh yeah, and for just sure, all this stuff. Where I was like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, con- right, concierge. Con- okay, oh yeah, but definitely. Like, yeah, the garbage man, not. I, I, that never. might be. That might never. be. A, I think the garbage is a hard sell. Concierge, yes. The consistent male person you have, absolutely. The con- sure. uh, the right. sanitation, unless I don't like, I don't even think I get the same people every week. So I don't know if that's a yes right. for me. Yeah. That's the one I have a hard problem right. with. So, right. um, that, that's exactly, that was, that was my ultimate point. I see the vision husband. Yeah. I see the vision. <laughs> I see the vision. This could be effective. Some, I don't know in my right. city, right. but other places. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
Right, right. Something, something to consider. Something to yes. consider. I guess yes. you would say. But okay, just was curious. <laughs> just curious. But um, I'm sitting in how, stay. How was your weekend? I mean, other than like my current situation <laughs> of like a funky house. Um, it was good. I saw, as I alluded to on our last week's pod, I went to DC and I saw, I got, I was in a theater. I was in a theater and I saw Aziz and Sorry. What's that like? I, I mean, it was strange because I haven't been in a, a big mm-hmm. public place like that in, you know, over two years. So it was, that mm-hmm. was different. Um, I will say I will lead you up to the experience. So uh, in Washington, D.C. and probably New York City as well, probably the major cities that are liberal, um, you, you're required to show your vaccination <laughs> card <laughs> before right. you go into yeah. a place like that. So, you know, it's it's January. It's cold. The the venue is on uh, mm-hmm. the Potomac River. So you have you know, the river temperature, it's cold. It's cold. It's a cold day. It's a cold evening. And yeah. you have to, you know, I, I got there not too long before the show was supposed to start, at least the opening openers coming out thinking that, you know, you just go in, but that's wrong. That's wrong guys. Uh, oh. FYI, when you live in cities <laughs> like this, that check your, check your COVID vaccines, you have to wait outside in a long line. It goes, I mean, it's, it, it moves fast, but you you got to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, I, if, you, if the show starts at seven o'clock, you should probably be there six fifteen because the line is insane. Everyone <laughs> comes at the same time and you're just waiting in the yep. cold for 45 minutes while they go up and down the thing and check all your things to make sure you're vaccinated and your ID and all of that. So that was not pleasant, but, you know, yeah, that was but that is new protocol. Okay. Also, what I also did not know when you tr- go to a comedy show is that your phone is now locked in a sleeve because they don't want their whole oh, set yeah. to be all over YouTube or Instagram. So when you go in, once you check in and you get your test and they verify everything, they verify your ticket, your phone goes into a sleeve and it is locked the entire show. Um, so there's no checking of the phone. Yeah. There's no taking, no sneaking the pictures. And when you leave, it, they take this big magnet and they unlock it. And then you go about in your merry way. So, um, I will have no footage of the evening <laughs> for two hours. You're phoneless. <laughs> you can't check the time. I had no idea what uh, time so it was. Successful. Yeah. So it was, it's just, it works. It right, works. It's right. very successful. Yeah. And then they said, if mm-hmm. we see you on a phone, you will be kicked out. And I, and I'm, pretty sure they meant yeah. that because I've went to a Kevin Hart show like probably five years ago at this point and um they did not yeah. comp they did not put phones in sleeves. I guess the technology wasn't there quite yet, but they had security people walking up and down, up and down, yes. up and down. Yes. And I saw them actively kicking people out of the show as the show was going. Yeah. So they're serious about that. I was like kind of bothered that there were no women comedians on the tour. And I know it's kind of like a bro thing. Like they're going from city to city, but like, so. Right. So I know like why yeah. not one, not one. Mm-hmm. I was happy. There were people yeah. of color. Um, and um, you know, many were represented and like, I love the fact that the audience also represented, you know, this, 
conglomerate of, you know, everyone. <laughs> Beautiful colors, yes. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, damn, you couldn't find one fucking woman comedian? One? Not one? No one right. No one agreed to go on tour with you? Not one. Um, wow. So yeah. But, but, we can circle but, uh, back to I that. Know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> right. No, that's fine. But, um, yeah. you know, it, it, he, it's interesting because he... Uh, he has kind of hermited himself recently. He kind of talked about it yeah. in his show where like he's kind of, he went MIA essentially. He moved to pre-COVID, like right before COVID hit. Uh, I guess his girlfriend is Danish, but they moved to the UK. Yeah. So he was there like oh, right before COVID hit and oh. just stayed, yes, okay. and just stayed um, obviously mm. for a while. So he hasn't really been back in the um, States until he said like last November when he decided to do this tour. Um, so he had a different perspective on COVID. And, you know, they're, they, as, as all jokes are, um, he discussed how we're so both sides of the COVID coin, whether you are pro-vax or anti-vax, we're so like hard on each other and like, you know, unforgiving. Mm. And, you know, we are both fed convincing information so whether you on one side Mm. of it or the other you know it's still we we're still getting fed media he also said he no longer does uh smartphones he had a he pulled out his flip phone and you know his texting is back in the you know the early 2000s where you got to text 10 times just to say one thing yes he gave Mm, away he's not on the socials he said if you see me on social it is not me uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. someone else is doing that um yeah he yeah. Get, got rid of all of that um but like to me that says that remember that controversy he had a few years ago with pseudo me too i like to call it because i don't know if that was necessarily yes. a me too experience but that's probably another right, topic right. for another day um uh, that right, probably right. like that's such a that's such a hard thing to go through when you're getting your cues to something mm-hmm. then you know, I actually read the article and I'm I'm sorry, I'm probably fucking up the details. So I'm not going to even go into the details. But even as someone who obviously mm-hmm. wasn't there, it wasn't necessarily a he didn't do anything to this girl. Um, so, right. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of that and that kind of like, all right, I'm just going to get away from all of this nonsense and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of shut down the social media and, you know, not reading comments and getting into all of that has probably for his own sanity has right you know helped him so um yeah so you know he obviously this was all in jest and jokes so you know when you retell a story it's funny you know you'd always think like between <laughs> Jared Carmichael him and probably every other comedian and maybe right. you too y'all are dark just it, dark I, mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think um I you know, I don't I don't know that I No, I probably I probably gone there with like some dark stuff, but like you know, I did a not stand up, but I had tried to do this like one woman show where it was talking about like being a quote unquote orphan because both of my parents have passed and you know, right. I guess that that's definitely darker. Um mm-hmm. but I just feel like yeah, I at least for me, I appreciate, I think, I think part of being a good comedian is being able to take that dark stuff and find humor in it. Because I feel like, 
Yeah. Otherwise, it's just it's just it's just fucking sad. Like, think about it. Like this this pandemic. Like, if you really sit down and you think about like all the crazy shit that's happened in the last two years, like it's just fucking it's sad. Like it's it's you lost it's kind a of lot insane. Of people. Yeah. So I yeah. I think you as like a coping. Maybe it's because it's also like one of my coping mechanisms where it's like if I can laugh then I feel if I can laugh through the darker stuff and the heavier stuff, then it, 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 it makes it feel lighter. Like it makes it feel like, okay, um, you know, I can get through this. And I think, I think what also makes it, um, well, I all, another reason why I appreciate it is there's something awesome about like going to a show, having someone talk about something that's a little bit more dark, and then hearing right. other people laugh because I think in that laughter it makes you feel like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not alone. Like, and this person also gets it because if they can talk about it and they can point out some sort of, um, you know, uh, something ironic or something idiotic mm-hmm. in in within the dark subject matter, then then that also makes you feel kind of like validated and you feel like this is somebody who gets it because in order to be able to crack that joke like you have to go through it so you oh, know, yeah. there's a familiarity oh, yeah. there kind of oh um, yeah yeah because i don't like because that's why i also don't i don't know that i like the the dad comics like the ones that are just like oh man today with my kids and the, that sounds like cosby and that's terrible because <laughs> i don't even want to talk about that but but you know, <laughs> I, I almost said pudding pop. But I, you know, I. <laughs> that, we'll talk about that because well, I think there's like a documentary coming up on him. So we'll we'll, we'll discuss. Oh, we'll really? debrief that. Oh, yeah. Geez. Okay. There is. Okay. Maybe in the next two yeah. weeks we'll we'll debrief that. But we'll we'll go back okay. to him at some point. Yeah. We'll, yes. 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 But I, I appreciate, you know, I, I can, I understand why people appreciate and like the, the quote unquote dad comics. And I, there's a place for them as well, but I just never really got into it because it's just, you know, like, I, I think we've all been through some shit and I appreciate, you know, being able to laugh at that. And when it's all rainbows and, and sunny time, eh, you know, it's great, but excuse me, that's, I feel like that's easy. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. not shitty to like easy jokes. It, it, that and, feels, and to me, that's yeah. not realistic of my life. So right. And probably not realistic right. to many. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, Oh, well, I know. So any, any like topics that he discussed that really stood out? So to besides you, COVID and the vax, yeah. um, you know, he talked about, how <laughs> I don't, the show there's probably other people want to see this but he he goes about oh, okay. since he's an interracial okay. relationship he talks about okay, like got it. you know like sure. the that and, and like proposing mm-hmm. and like oh he's now oh. engaged or not he's not just the girlfriend oh. anymore um but the mm-hmm. funny bit was like you know men you know when you're getting ready to propose and typically people go on vacation to propose and you know vacations are kind of like a stressful time when you're with someone else and you know all through the vacation you're like yeah i'm gonna do this great thing and then you guys got that argument about something stupid and you're like maybe i shouldn't do this like maybe this is not a good time to i don't know if i want to get married to you right now but i I think i need to do this because i planned it yeah 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 that has to be rough because like yeah why vacations they're usually you know they're fun but you you like argue of the dumbest stuff like 
you know, why did you pack that? Why did you miss that? You're going to be late. It's like you become like a 50 year old couple, 60 or 70 year old couple, like arguing of the dumbest shit that you don't argue on, you know, when you're home in your regular life. (laughs) I think it's, I think part, part of that is because like you will, I know we've talked about this in a different episode where it's like people, how people define vacation is different. So mm-hmm. I, I will absolutely say, like, if you're just trying to figure out where you stand in a relationship, you should absolutely, you have go to on vacation. go on vacation oh, yeah. together. Yes, you have to, because one, it's like, you figure out like what, what's relaxing to the other person. And it may not be the same thing as you think. Um, True. Also, like, how do they deal with stress? And I would mm-hmm. say like, in, yeah, like, I think you'll, you'll see that probably more so for and that's weird like I again I don't know why vacation but I feel like vacations just have a a way of bringing out stressful things that are out of your control like out of control out of your comfort zone yes 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 yeah Yeah. so absolutely I I I think everyone should do it before you're even thinking about proposing uh I don't know (laughs) that I would propose on bank or you know suggest proposing on vacation because exactly that it's just because it could <laughs> it could just it could turn real quick like it could really <laughs> you you get you get caught up in like you know you fuck up a reservation for dinner and you're like why would you do that and, uh, and then you're sitting there you, like do I yeah you like this person? it was supposed to be 7 30 now we're here and it's late you know like it's just yeah <laughs> right, yeah right. it's just a lot of like stupid <laughs> things that you don't normally plan in your day-to-day that you do on vacation and then like they always manage to like fuck up. So you're like, man, fuck that. Give yeah. me my ring back. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's so, it's so, so true. I mean, I think, like, yes. I mean, we've been fortunate with our vacations. Like I don't think anything crazy, crazy has happened, but I've heard stories from friends where something crazy happened and to to their credit, actually, the few stories that I know, when the crazy thing happened, that solidified for my friend that they wanted to be with that person because okay, it was the way in okay. which they handled. So the opposite the crazy. happens. Yeah. So yes, the opposite, the opposite does happen. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes okay. Yes. That is. That is. Okay. That is very much a possibility as well. From, I'll tell one last oh, bit yeah. from the show. Um, mm-hmm. And so he talks about how you know, everyone's quitting their jobs and, you know, people are mm. wanting more money and more wages. So, you know, he did it like, all right, on a round of applause, like who just, re- who quit their jobs over this, you know, time period. Mm. A lot of people clapped and there was one in the front. He said, well, we're, uh, why did you quit? And then she kind of looks around mm. and she goes, and she didn't want to say, and he's like, why don't you want to say, why did you quit? One more money? Like, what is it? And she's like, oh, my, my yeah. old boss is like, Two things down. He's like, wait, what? Your boss is here. Your old boss is here. <laughs> and like, she, it wasn't oh. like they went together to the show. He was randomly there. Right. So she, <laughs> oh, no. so he's like, he goes, fuck my material. I need to hear about this right now. Where did you work? And she's oh. like, I used to work at Enterprise. And he goes, well, where do you work now? She goes, Morgan Stanley. He goes, Morgan Stanley. Oh, shit. You're like rich now. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. So there, there's the answer. That's why you quit. You realize that. Oh, my God. 
Holy he was like, I thought she shit. like went to the competitor like Avis or some shit. But no, you went to fucking Morgan right. Stanley. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. So, so yeah. So so Enterprise was always temporary. That's basically what <laughs> that was a what temp she job. was saying. Like this was never. Yeah, this was never going to be. Like she oh, was yeah. sitting in the meetings. Like oh yeah, yeah, I want to be here. Yeah, I want to be a lifetime Enterprise employee. Yeah, and she totally sold them a lie. And then after six months, she's like, nah, fuckers. Fuck that this. was never I'm there out. was never an end game. Yeah, I'm out. I was just waiting for Morgan Stanley to, you know, lift their hiring freeze or whatever the fuck it was. Whatever now they I'm were out. doing. Yep. Yes. Yes. Good. So Good uh for, yeah, and oh, her boss her old boss though. was like a couple uh seats down and she said it was oh it was God. too much work and too busy and long hours. That was the diplomatic yes. answer she provided. So yeah. but yes, I just AKA thought it was funny that dumb. your old boss is Sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Unplanned. I, they I don't, don't have even... a relationship. He was like, are you guys like friends now? Right. She's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're not. No, this was not planned. <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. So maybe, I don't know if this is a good segue, but since, since you're talking about comedy, I went to a comedy show the, this weekend. So hopefully we can Ooh. talk more about, uh, yeah, yeah. So some craziness. So, um, this is the same friend who has been, you know, exploring comedy. We went to a show. Excellent. I think maybe like a month ago. Yeah. So he was, he did another one. We went to support him. He was great. Um, but it was like this showcase of, you know, again, new comedians. Um, you know, some people were, Although everyone, I think everyone was fairly new. There was just some people who you could tell were like, oh, for whatever reason, we're a little bit more comfortable on stage than others. Um, and so like, I, you know, there was one guy who I felt so horrible. Like he completely blanked out. And like, I know that feeling. Like I absolutely, it is like your brain goes blank and no matter what, like it's not coming back. So he just like kept talking and you could tell he was trying to figure out like what the joke was. And it just, it just, it didn't land. Like he could not remember. So I like, oh my God, my heart went out to him. But probably the most interesting thing. And I'm like, oh my God, am I fucking old? Or I don't, I don't even know what to think. There were a lot of comics who were talking about their work as sex I think I think the right term would be sex workers. So like, okay, what? Uh, a couple, yeah. So there was like, so two women, two or three women mentioned being sugar babies, and that is that sex work. I don't know. Is that fucked up? Is that the right term? I don't. I know. wouldn't call it. Like, I don't know if I'd I call women. Does, well, I mean, it depends. But like, when you get down depends. to it, aren't we all sex workers? Yeah. I mean. I don't know. That's why uh, it's a slippery slope. But it, it, yeah, it's a slippery no, I know, slope. Right? Yeah. That got real deep. I was about to be like, I don't know. I don't get paid. But like, but yeah, I was but like, you, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not like it's a slippery slope. Like, yeah, we're not sex workers in the traditional sense where I get, you know, $100 for a blowjob. But when you're dating and or married, there's there's an exchange here. <laughs> there's an exchange. Right, right, right. Things. <laughs> you so do I something, got, I do I something. Got, I you got did. where you were going. Yeah, right, I mean, right. I don't know. I so whatever. Going. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Sure, sure. 
but a lot of a lot of sugar babies, like so two okay. or three sugar babies. Okay. Um, and and I'll say, I guess I, I'll say, maybe I should say sex worker, but like that was their. It sounded as if they were saying that was their primary source of income. So okay. maybe sex isn't necessarily involved, but they were. That is how they paid their rent because they were. I love sugar love that for them. Amen. Woo. Yeah, love that for but, them. Holla. But like, okay, so that. So there's two or three, I think, young women. And then there was a guy up there talking about being a male escort and like, you know, was or at that's least more was, shocking than the sugar baby thing for me. For some reason, I like clutched my pearls yeah, okay. up the escort and then the sugar baby. Like, I was like, Woo, girl power. Yes, honey. Take those rich men. <laughs> <laughs> Became a city girl. But and then I, when you're like an escort and I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that guy and that guy's bit was hilarious because, like, basically his bit was talking about how, like, you know, so he he was I think he's from Portugal. He moves to New York City. He's like, man, I need to make money. So something he he ex- decides to explore becoming a male escort, and so he goes through like the process. And I, apparently, the the person who's running this service uh, tells him like, hey, I think. I think maybe, you know, you could probably give him like a dollar amount. It's like, I think you could make this much money, like in a week, you could probably see this many people, you know, like two people a week and like make this amount of money. Okay. And, and so and he was like, wait, part, he was like, so part time. And she was like, well, yeah, you know, initially. And he's like, ma'am, I did not <laughs> sign up. Like my, my goal was not to come and be an escort part time. And he's like, what kind of conversation am I having with people? Like, Oh, what do you do? Like, oh, I'm a comic. Or no, no, it's like, it's like, oh, to I forgot how we put it, but basically it was like my 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 real passion is like to be a, a male escort. Like I'm doing it as a hobby now. I'm doing it part-time, but my true passion is yeah. But it just that I just was so I is shocked, surprised. I mean, yeah, shocked. I'll say it. Does that make me sound old and out like just out of touch and I don't know I was so shocked like well a couple things you you went to the show you went to the show in New York City and I'm going to assume by what you're telling me the comics trended young Mm -hmm. and these new young these new young men and women are just I don't I I feel when I listen and hear them talk about things I feel like old-fashioned and you know, get off yeah. my lawn type of person. That's the word I was so, for. Very, yeah. So, I, you know, yeah. between, you know, being in a very, very cosmopolitan liberal city, you know, one of the meccas of entertainment and comedy and being older, it's like, oh, oh this is like clutch pearls. I don't know if I'm ready for this content. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. We, yes. We, we're, we're also old. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. but I man I just was like oh my goodness like they spoke about it so I mean and, and granted it's comedy so like if there was a place where you're gonna speak about it freely I guess would be as a bit but, yeah that's a great bit oh man did the girls who uh, did Sugar Babies did they make it funny um so that's where that that's the difficult part right so I I did not find in terms of late see oh this is tough because I don't I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on on women because this is like such a 
a thing in like the comedy world. Um, I did not find their bits about it particularly funny. And, okay. and so I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back and say this though. Uh, it's not that they were, it, it wasn't like, it just wasn't funny at all. It wasn't that. I just felt like maybe I'm an asshole. Like I, I was not expecting it. And mm-hmm. I felt like the, I felt like the jokes could have been better in that. Like what it felt like was that the joke, the joke, the punchline was just like, I'm a sugar baby. And, and that's where it felt like, oh man, like there's so much more you could say about that. Yeah. And could make it really, really right. But it, to me, it just felt like the punchline was just like, I'm a sugar baby. And then like some of it, and then I was, okay. And oh man, I'm an old Victorian prude woman. <laughs> some of it felt a little crude in terms of like, like describing the sexual acts that one would engage in. And okay. To me, like, like if you're just talking about anal, ah, like I, I need something like it's it's got to be funny. Like, like what, like just you talking about that isn't just inherently funny to me. Like, I, I felt like it needed to be something more, um, you know. But I I will also admit that I I have to be honest and say that probably part of that too though was just the like the fucking old auntie, like, oh my God, like, are they really just, oh, these young women, they don't, ooh, why are they talking about this? Oh my God, are their parents, like, yes, there was a, a aspect of that where okay. I was just like, oh my God, like overcoming the, the, the surprise. The, sh- the shock. Uh, element. Yeah, the <laughs> shock. Yeah, element. Because it, was, it wasn't even just sex. It was like, it was like sugar baby, getting paid, making money, sex. Like I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. And that, that surprised me. So, yeah. So. I, I, these, young, these young kids. So like my biggest fear <laughs> go, on go earth, ahead. my biggest fear is becoming my dad. <laughs> he's so like, <laughs> he's so, and I, I think like, yes, it would have been a shock to my system, but I think I would have been like, you're turning into your father. You're turning to your father you're turning into your father, yeah. like tighten up. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like it definitely yeah. would have been like a, Ooh, okay. But I'd have been like, okay, mm. you're turning into your father. Lighten the fuck up. Like stop getting so crazy. This is jokes <laughs> with a little truth. Enjoy. <laughs> That's right. like my biggest fear right. because my dad, right. I just remember my dad being so what I thought and maybe, and probably in the grand scheme, he wasn't, but in my head, I was like, Oh, he's mm, such an, Oh, mm. he's so conservative. Uh, everyone just lived their life. Right, but as right. I get older, I'm like, you know, get off right. my lawn as well. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 No, I had, I had moments of that too. I, cause, and, and again, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I like to think I'm pretty open minded, liberal, all that stuff. And then to just be sitting there and, and being like, oh, man, ooh, oh, okay. And it was like, it was like one after the other. I was like, is everybody a sugar baby? Like, is this, like, are these, and you know, and you know what else too? Okay. So, and, and I'm sure same with your parents, same, I'm sure with my parents back in the day as well. What, what crossed my mind was like, oh my God, is this something I need to talk to my nieces about? Like, is this going to, is this a thing? Like, could this be a thing that they explore? And I don't know how to talk about that. I'm not ready for any of that. <laughs> what? 
Well, I am old auntie. What the fuck? I don't know. Oh, oh. I mean, it, I think that probably wasn't. It's an option. All right. I'll tell you my New York City story and because it's very short. And okay, okay. Because, sure. um, you know, as a girl who left school and was broke, um, and I've read this article mm-hmm. about sugar babying. So I don't even remember the sure. website mm-hmm. at the time, but the article referenced some sort of, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I remember it now. It's called whatsyourprice.com. Yeah. I think I told you this story yes, okay. a million years ago, but we're reviving yes, yes. for the, for the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called whatsyourprice.com sure. sure. and you could set your mm-hmm. price for a date. So I said, that sounds sure. interesting. I could use a couple bucks. So let's try it. So I think mm-hmm. I put it at like a hundred dollars or something. Put pictures, mm-hmm. you put your picture, you put you write out some things on a profile and then um, right. men match with you. So I got a message. Mm-hmm. Oh, what it does is you put your bid. So your bid starts at a hundred mm-hmm. and that's just to go okay. out on a date. And a guy, he, I don't remember his name, but I remember he was a white older man. If I was in my twenties, he probably was was like Mm -hmm. mid forties, lived in Connecticut. No, he worked Mm -hmm. in this, he worked in Connecticut in some sort of financial industry, but lived in the city, lived in Manhattan, but did the reverse commute. Mm -hmm. And he like, he, um, he bid on me and I accepted the bid. I could have counter offered Mm -hmm. it. I don't think I did. Cause I was like, Oh my God, someone accepted this bid. I'm going to do this. So we went on Mm -hmm. a date. We just went for happy hour. We got a couple drinks and um, he was very nice. He could tell he was very smart, very educated. He asked me why I was on there. I said, I don't really know. This was just something to do. He goes, yeah, okay. And then, um, and... (laughs) (laughs) And then like he, I, I asked him like, why the hell he was on there and, He's like, you know, I like to date a lot. And that was very clear. Um, and then at okay. the end of the night, he like was like, oh, do you, do you want to be paid? And I was like such a chicken shit. I was just kind of like, no, I'm fine. I, you know, I don't know. I'd like refuse it. He goes, you sure? Uh, yeah. And I go, yeah. And so yeah. like we He's would like, like. That's what this is all about. I, yeah. He was like, really? You, you don't want it? And I'm yeah. just like, no. Like I kind of I bitched mm-hmm. out. I should have just took the money, but I don't know. I was on some like I probably take mm-hmm. the money now, and I don't even need the money. But that's not the point. <laughs> but I was like, I don't need your money, Mister Rich Man. And then I left. And then like we kind of like mm-hmm. text for like a week or so. But I think I was a chain in oh. the chain of many women. He was like, I'm going here. I'm going there. Sure. I hope we can meet again, sweetheart. I just felt like he was like copy and pasting this to millions of women mm. so when he probably was and yeah. i was like yeah this isn't we're not gonna get married right. this is just some w- weird new york city old man that's just like perusing for young girls right so i think he, we i think he right, asked me right. to kiss him i think we did i think i did kiss him and then i was like all right okay. well that was nice media ttyl yeah you're like time to go right <laughs> but i should have took the like, money like I, and i needed the money like, and i didn't take it yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No. I. I do. I. I remember the story. And and so like I think again that could have been part of it because I had a little bit of like familiarity. But like from when you told me that story, so I was like, oh, okay. Like this is like people just. I. I remember walking away from it and thinking like, okay, this is something where people can just meet one another. You wouldn't otherwise meet. 
and there's an exchange of money. Okay. Like, sure. Like I get it like that. Cool. And I think even, even if it is something where it is truly like older men cruising for younger women and just like to be seen with younger women, look, I, if, if you are willing to pay for that and, and women are willing to, to go out, not a problem. I think I was just surprised that these stories, at least the impression I got was like, sex right like i mean like obviously the, did not like, have sex baby and right right but i also feel right. like people on this website not yentl probably <laughs> right they probably yeah, did and their and their prices really? were probably significantly right. higher than me when i'm like you can just you know mm-hmm. buy me a couple drinks and i'll pay me a hundred dollars for your time so like i'm sure that right. happened on this site now I can only speak for what I did, okay. which was just go out for right. you know two drinks at at a happy hour after work, and then yeah, nothing right. else obviously. So, um, but yeah, I'm all I'm sure there was a, just, a large spectrum of things that happened on that site. Right, I think. So the last thing I'll say about it. Because I, again, I am, I, I recognize how I am sounding and I will work on it after this episode <laughs> ends. Um, I think, <laughs> I think where, I think what was tough for me and I'm, and I am trying to recall who I was in my, and I think they were mid twenties. I don't think these were like early twenties. I think these were like mid twenty somethings where I was in my life at that time. And I think the the concern or just the thought that goes through my head is like, I am all for, I have no issues with like sex work, anybody who, you know, wants to explore that by all means, like, Hey, it, it's, it's just like another job. Right. So no, no issues with that. I think, I think sometimes where I get a little hung up was like, is when hearing young women talk about it and it becomes that question of like, is this, is this truly someone exercising agency? Like saying, yeah, I'm, I'm a woman. I, I, I have no problem doing this. I see it for what it is. I'm going to explore this and get paid. Is it truly that, or is it something where they think it's agency, but there's, there's something else going on where it's like, oh, like I, I'm not happy in certain respects or I have like certain insecurities and I'm going to explore this to sort of address those things. Well, I and, don't think there's a, there's, yeah. there's this, the whole spectrum. There's people who are using it as a, right. you know, that it's an agency thing. I mean, people in regular relationships mm-hmm. go into relationships with bad self-esteem oh, and all of yes. that. So yeah, I think Absolutely. it's, it's probably yes. all of the above. It's, it's not a one thing or the other for sure. Yeah. So just how, what you make right, of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That was, that was definitely a feeling uh, yeah, I was grappling with that, like walking back and 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 thinking about it. Cause right, it, it it was a realization of like, well, this is just like anything else in life, where it's like, sure, there could be some people who are absolutely like they know what they're getting into, they have no blinders, they they made a fully informed decision. Yep. And then there's folks who right, who think they made a fully formed decision but really didn't for whatever reasons. And you're right, we see that in, in other areas. So yeah, girl. Okay. No, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop now. I was just surprised. <laughs> I was sitting there like, 
I am, I did not think I was that old, but why, wow, why do I feel it right now? So yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me think of the other, I know another topic we were contemplating was me just going full, full in about me being old, which I feel like I've already Because someone's birthday is coming up. Yeah. Do you want to reveal yep, your age? It's right. not a secret. Birthday. What's your age, baby? Yeah. Girl, I don't even, do I even remember? <laughs> 41. You're about, about to be, yeah, 41. These years have blended together in a way that I had to pause and think. 41. About to be 14. 41. Yeah. Wow. It don't Nikki. make no sense. It doesn't make any, it doesn't make sense. Because I, I, I genuinely, I have these moments where I'm like, I am, I, I feel like I'm 21, 22. Like, I just feel like I got stunted <laughs> at 22. And then I'll look in the mirror and see, you know, see these little gray whiskers poking out of my scalp. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. 40, 41. So what um, are we doing for our birthday, my dear? Yeah. So we, we are going to go see a show. Okay. Um, it is, I am, I am very fortunate that around this time uh, in the city, uh, the late, late January, early February usually is like a restaurant week. Yes. And also, um, two we got that going on down Broadway here as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticket. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, so going to go see a show. Um, oh God, which one are we seeing? Hay- Hayden's Town? Okay. Hey, yeah, I think that's it. Um, and then doing dinner somewhere in the area, and I cannot remember. I feel like it, it's like a seafood spot uh, that I saw online and was like, yes, do it, do it, do it. So, yeah, that's what we will be doing. Um, I'm excited. I hope that uh, – so Broadway was like, well, I'm sure everywhere in the metropolitan areas, they had been shut down for a little bit. Um, and then we had the Omicron and they shut down again for like a, a period of time for like a week or so. So hopefully things are stay cool and I'll be able to go and enjoy the the show uh, next week. But yeah, that's what I'll be doing. That is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. so jelly. But I I'm think excited. I um, think podcast listeners, we're going to have a little meet and greet next month so we can have some 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 on air Ooh. maybe some on air time together yes yes that'd be amazing i'm so excited i know i know yay so yeah i am uh i'm excited i'm excited it's it's weird this is like the second birthday now in the pant no three what see i don't this know what number your... i don't even know this is my third birthday during the pandemic this is your second birthday second? it happened right before yeah right after second. your birthday okay. the, the, yeah yes yeah. yes yep that's it yes. you're totally right you're absolutely right yep that's it yeah so no i'm i'm excited um just getting older uh like mentally I am young physically is the part that I'm having a hard time with I was chatting it up with uh until earlier about doing some PT for for my hip yep yep. that's where we are now a hip that's a A hip (laughs) not like oh I broke my wrist oh I got carpal tunnel her hip no just FYI no her hip my hip yep 
So I got nothing else to add. <laughs> I, I am excited, but but <laughs> so I'm dying. I'm dying, guys. This is just gonna um, go. She's yeah, dying. Um, it's all enjoy your twenties. Yep. Uh, enjoy your thirties. Yep. Enjoy. I lo- I'm looking at you, okay, Miss Yanto. Okay. Enjoy it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it starts the decline. Like the you're you're at the top of the the roller coaster, and you're you're I think like third. No, forty. Forty, I think, is when the the true decline. Okay. When you start okay. rolling so down hip the hill. joint. Uh, Should you start taking certain vitamins now? Like, <laughs> what what are we doing here? I need. We yeah, got to keep you around for a few more them. years, uh, Nikki. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm good. I, you know, magnesium. That's, that's the wild part, right? I when I so this is this this is what's so crazy, right? I talked to my doctor and like you know, so the hip thing was a little different because she there's there's some weird stuff going on that I I think could be more genetic. I don't know that. It is truly just, uh, you know, me being older. But there's like other stuff, like I was saying again earlier, like I have neck problems. But when I had that conversation with my doctor, she was like, yeah, it just, it just happens. It just, it just bees like that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like that, what are you talking about? Like, ma'am, I am only 40. Like, I, what? What do you mean? It's just like, no. But apparently like, she's just like, hey, it's. You're of that age now where wear and tear, you start to beginning to see the signs of wear and tear. So sorry, guys. Sorry. I mean, I still look good. You fine. You fine. You a bad bitch. Uh, We we ain't talking about the bad bitchness of you. you. We just saying, you know, I didn't know things start breaking down so early. Woo. (sighs) Right. Okay. I just, I just feel like as I'm laying this all out, like if I ever meet anybody <laughs> who like doesn't know me and didn't know me before this, they're going to like, you know, think they're going to see a woman rolling up in like a motorized scooter. And it's like, no, we're not rolling there through yet. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get these hand towels. Like, no, that's not. I'm not there yet. I still, I'm still, I'm still looking good. I can still wear, if I'm going to wear some heels, I can do it. Um, might not be able to wear them as long as I used yeah, to. Yeah, so whatever. and I think COVID um, kind of so exacerbated yeah. the heel situation because I wore heels on my birthday yes. and I had pain for yes. a week. So I don't, you know, it just oh my God, yes. <laughs> COVID mm. kind of made a lot of things worse. <laughs> no. I, a whole week, I was like, "Why does yeah. why does my foot hurt?" You know, oh, yep. you wore heels. Yep. Yeah. Oh, heels. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm going to blame it on. It's it's COVID. COVID. Why am I even saying age? It's just COVID. No, no, no. That's what it was. COVID. Everything. Blame everything on COVID. My hip is COVID. My neck is COVID. COVID. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, we don't need to talk anymore about me and my joints. Uh, I I can leave it at that. All right. Well, guess Um, what time it is, y'all? It's your favorite. Is it trivia time? It's your favorite segment <laughs> on this pod. Um, and it is my week. And so I needed to, I, I just want to mm. take back, um, I'm going to take back trivia because last week was uh, rough. Yes. You, last you, week was rough. To. I know. And I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I, I love trees, so but sorry. I don't love trees that much. So I'm reclaiming my time today and I'm going to give you guys something a little more exciting. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all something with a little more okay. spice. Um, I mean, it's not that spicy. Yes, Remember, yes. it is New Jersey trivia, but we're not going to talk about trees today. Um, 
yeah, tree. No, so it's inherently spicy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's going to we be. Will, yes. We're going to move away from the trees. trees. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to do something pop culture. Mm-hmm, gotcha. And it's going to be a blend of uh, Jersey and the current place I live, Maryland. So are y'all ready? Ooh. Oh shit! Are okay. you ready, y'all? Yeah. Y'all ready? I think so. Okay, Hold on. Let me okay, get my mic okay. Here. I was very excited about this one, and I you better get it because I will punch you in the nose if you don't get it. And it's easy. This is it, like easy Man, peasy. You can't, you easy. can't say that. <sighs> okay. Watch me get this wrong. Go. Yes, I'm ready. Go. Please mm. name the famous New Jersey celebrity that is featured in HBO's hit show The Wire. Oh my god, why why would you do this to me? I don't first off. Oh god, I'm gonna get my ass beat, you guys. If you can see my face, I'm like trying to hide it and not make eye contact with Yentl because she's gonna say what I know she's I gonna only say. Seen, like one episode of the I wire. knew it, I knew it. I knew she wasn't a wire watcher. Wow. <laughs> we I see that you know I I'd, <sighs> no, I, I'm going to I, look. I'm adding Has your right husband now. watched The Wire. I know done? your husband did. I know he did because I know your husband. Has he watched The Wire? That's a good question. We never talked about it. If he's seen it, we've never talked about it. If I had to it. bet, that it mean is, he hasn't seen it. It just hasn't. If I had to bet on it, I, I yes, bet he has. Yes, if I had to bet. Okay, yeah. so this is like okay. the now I lost my thunder. She has never fucking seen the wire. God damn it. It's like a you know, critically acclaimed show in the last 20 years. Like I don't Nikki, what the fuck? Anyway, do you know who, who is it Detective Stabler? Wasn't Detective Stabler? Stabler on it? <laughs> You're mixing wrong well, crime the, shows. Wasn't Stabler in it? No. No, 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 no. Wasn't he? He wasn't a character in this? He wasn't in oh, the prison? He oh, wasn't an oh, inmate on I, I think The Wire? Was, yes, he was in The Wire. You're right. I'm sorry. I was like, Stabler? Like, you're... See? Mm, okay. Mm, mm. I mean, that's not his I name know. on it, but like, you know, whatever. Chris Mil- Milani? Is that his name? I don't know. Is he Jersey? Um, that, that was my one... Um, I don't think he is my, New Jersey. My poor... Um, God damn it. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, okay, well, um, is, and he was not on the wire. <laughs> We're mixing. But, he was not. Yeah, no, he, he was, wasn't. But the hot guy from The Affair fuck. on Showtime was on the wire. Dominic, don't remember his last name, but he's really hot and he was in The Wire. Um, <sighs> yes, Chris Maloney is a tried and true uh, Law and Order guy. Sorry. Okay, so let's get away and from he, him. I swear to God, I thought he no, was on No, he it. was not. Okay, um, yeah. But, okay, so this Shit. is like a, I know I know my, our listeners are like, we know who this is. It, well, if you know Jersey. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know where our listeners are from. Whatever. But God damn it. He is, he's like <laughs> one of the top, top A-list stars right now. And Nikki has missed the boat because she never fucking watched The Wire. It is, drum roll please, from my home state, city. Oh no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. You, I got it. Go ahead. Michael B. Jordan. Ah, you did it, Michael B. Jordan! <laughs> the moment, so you were you were saying when you the moment you said it was like one of the top A-listers, yeah. 
I like I suddenly had a flashback and I was like, he was a kid. Yes, in that, he was though, a right? kid. In the, in the wire, wasn't he like super yes. young? Okay. He was super young. Boom. Yes. Boom. Saved it. Saved it. Saved it. Okay. okay. And he's from your home. He's, he's from, from Newark, Newark, baby. Oh, Hometown shit. homie. Oh, I have is. friends who know him. And we went to the same school at one so, point. Why, why, we went okay. to the same private school, but he's a year behind me, so I didn't know who he was. Okay. Um, this has now turned into a different kind of podcast. <laughs> this has turned into how do we get Michael B. Jordan to come on our, our podcast? On our po- <laughs> you know what? I, do I even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Why are we not exhausting our connections? All, you know what? Uh, ne- connections. Yeah. yeah. Networking. There's some there's some points you know to what? that. I, I could probably me, there, if I tried hard, if I tried really fucking hard, I can get to Michael B. Jordan. Yes. But would he give a fuck oh about our little God. baby podcast? Yes. No. Maybe he, he wouldn't. Would but and, but you know he would he would be flattered. He'd be respectful. He would respectfully do that. <laughs> he would very respectfully. <laughs> yes, you're would, absolutely it would be, right. It would be the nicest decline. He, you girls would, sound would, lovely. I'm sure there would be a smiley mm-hmm, face. Mm-hmm. No, we wouldn't even get a smiley mm-hmm, yeah. face. His yes. publicist or his manager, I don't even think maybe it's pub- somebody mm. who works for Michael B. Jordan would say, he thinks you ladies are awesome, mm. but he's going to have to decline as he has other conflicts. Being with Lori Harvey is one of them. Oh my um, God. I know. But I think even having the decline is a big fucking deal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's enough. enough. For me. Like, I'm done. Yeah. We got Michael B. Jordan to decline our podcast. We're okay. like scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I just want the decline. I, if, you know what, but let me, let me just add this. What would really make my day is if I could get that decline written on a uh, photo of him shirtless. Oh, okay. Like if, if, if they could just I send that I was thinking like us, a, like a Instagram DM mm. through our podcast. Oh, Listen, God. you think I won't do this? Oh, I would. God. Yeah. Uh, through our podcast handle and said, oh, hey. Please. We're two girls from Jersey. Yes. I went to your former school. Hey, Chad, school. Um, we have this great show about Ooh. New Jersey, and we talk about shit about Jersey, and we, like, love you. Could you come on our show? And if mm-hmm. a someone, not Michael B. Jordan, said, great, someone. no. And I would right. screenshot that, yep. and it would be everywhere. <laughs> that would be enough? Yes, that would be enough. That that would yeah 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 yes. okay. I have never been so excited to get to be rejected in my, in my whole world. I've yeah. never yeah yeah to be rejected. Yep. yep. Same. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I have I'm homework. All for it. I have all homework. For it. Um, if you mm-hmm. don't think I would do this, mm-hmm. I have no shame. I have DM'd my. Oh, oh I yes, believe you. I have because. In some fucked up way. All right. Last story. My anecdotes for the evening. Let me tell you how my DMs have become real life. Okay. okay? I'll tell you. I, whoever who knows me in the interwebs knows that I had a crush on Chris Childs. Did I tell this story yet on the pod? There's an NBA player named Chris Childs. 
that I had a crush on throughout middle school and most high school. He used to play for the Knicks. Look him up. He was a point guard for the Knicks in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I was obsessed with this man. And let me tell you something. The power of an Instagram DM. I, a couple years ago, I followed his son for a long time on the gram. And a few years ago, his son posted, my dad's on Instagram, friend him. And I said, oh, really? Follow. So I followed him. (laughs) (laughs) So I followed dad, who obviously does not look like the the Chris Childs of 20 years ago. He's older, obviously, in his 50s and a little chunk chunk. But he's still internally my boo. So I followed him immediately and I uh, said, you know what? This is 20 years in the making. You're just going to shoot your fucking shot. And so I sent him a DM. I said, hi, this might be weird, but I have been a biggest fan of you since I was 13 years old and I had a crush on you as well. I'm so glad to see you on Instagram and um, thank you for, you know, being such a good player for the Knicks back in 1998, 1999. Within two minutes, Uh he wrote back to me. Shut the fuck up. He did. He did. He wrote back to me. He said, thank you so much. I don't really understand how this works, but thank you for being a fan. And I died and went to heaven multiple times. I called everybody I know. I called my parents and my father was like, you're fucking kidding me. What? You got, you spoke to Chris Child. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And he followed me for a second. Did you frame it? Did you frame it? me for a second. But I don't think he understood how Instagram works. So I'm just Mm. not, he unfollowed me (laughs) later on. But I I think he just thought you just follow people. And then once he realized, oh, I don't know this crazy bitch, I'm going to unfollow her. But that's cool. I was fine with that. I accepted that and I'm okay with that. But he wrote back and said, thanks for being a fan. Mm. And I still time to time message him and he'll like my comment. Cause so let me tell you about the power of the DM. Yes. Let me tell you about the power of a DM. It works. Case closed. Have a great night, guys. Oh my, did you wait? (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this episode. Uh, Believe in yourselves. Trust trust the dream. Believe in the dream. Uh, Dream work makes the teamwork. I don't know what other fucking thing I could throw out there. Um, That's amazing. Oh my God. It happened. Did you frame it? I think I know I have a thousand screenshots of it. The 13-year-old in me lost my shit. I I, I squealed. I called everybody I knew. I even even screenshot and posted it on my Instagram quickly. And I said, all my friends from my middle Uh school years understand how important this was. And I got a bunch of people like, are you fucking kidding me? What? What? Like people were sending me messages like, holy shit. (laughs) You were obsessed with that man and you finally got to speak to him. Yeah. Yeah. This is, look, I believe I'm a believer now. I so, believe we will get Michael We can B. get Jordan. rejected. We will at least get oh, yeah. that, that rejection oh, yeah. DM. Easy. Peasy. Hallelujah. I'm on I it. believe. Got homework this week. Make it happen. Make, make, make. I've got nothing else <laughs> for this episode. Literally nothing. 
I have. What? How? What? There is nothing okay. I can add to this. There is what? Okay. No. No. Oh. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, um, tune in. Tune in next week when Michael B. Jordan rejects us oh so sweetly. Um, what do you got, Miss Yentel? I got nothing. Believe in the dream of an Instagram DM, baby. Okay. Believe in the dream. Hmm. Hmm. With that, it's also going to be the title of this episode. I've, thank you. That is, that is. <laughs> All right. That's so great. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great weekend. Uh, until next bye, time. Yeah. Uh, bye. <laughs>